Welcome. This is Corinne Motokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. All right, you all, this year is a big year. It's the year that I'm turning 50, and I've made all sorts of declarations throughout the year, including of becoming a woman who takes extraordinary care of herself as well as celebrating my birthday all year long. And this is how you get to partake in it this year is the month of August, 2020. We have some specials that we're going to be offering you all. Make sure you are a subscriber with our newsletter at www.howshereallydoesit.com to get information about how you can partake in the celebration where you also get to benefit. So go to www.howshereallydoesit.com. Make sure you sign up. You'll get emails with things that are of value for you. All right, my friends. I'm thrilled that we can continue to celebrate my birthday and there can be something in it for you. Do you remember those carefree days of being 11? Lots of time to squander, nothing to do, sunshine, no stress, boredom, and more boredom. (laughs) And when I was 11, That was 1981. So let's see. School started after Labor Day. There was no such thing as Netflix. We didn't have iPhones or an internet. Back when I was 11, there was Channel 44. For those of you that grew up in the Bay Area, Channel 44 had reruns and old movies. So after a while, there was not a whole lot to watch on television. Hence the long days, the time to fill the wonder, the boredom, the stress-free living, and oh, the beauty of no deadlines. Now there was boredom with that, but the beauty of no deadlines, the lack of responsibility, the hunger and desire to want to be responsible and to be in charge. But now as my 50-year-old self would look back and go, oh, the lack of responsibility which then my brain goes to, ah, the freedom and the ease and the space. So my clients and I have spent some brain juice, right? Wishing for those, those days of ease and lack of responsibility, right? Having freedom, having space. There's a lot of wistful thinking, sometimes even magical thinking, wishing we could go back to that summer of 11. Here's the thing, my friend, it's not possible, (laughs) right? It's not, I can't go back 39 years. And the more we know, right? The more we do, the more we're responsible for also comes the paradox of more constraint and more awareness of what needs to be done or what we want to do or others wanting us to do. 
I remember when I was first hired at the college and the first, like the week before semester and everybody's running around, all the staff and faculty running around because they're so busy. And I was like, what do you have to do? Like I did all the work, didn't really know what I had to do. And I didn't understand why everybody else was so busy because I got it done. And then when I learned after every year, that week became busier and busier and busier and busier. And I remember just being so full and so busy going, what happened to that first year that I had come in and I didn't have much to do? That's like this version of the summer of 11. As we grow, as we take on more responsibilities, as more people know us, there's more to do. So we can get caught up in the magical thinking, wishing for ease, wishing for that lack of responsibility to be 11 again. But I'm going to ask you, do you really want to be 11? (laughs) Because there's a lot that comes up with being 11. You know, the other version is there's a lot that comes up with being that first year in that workplace where you don't have the piles of things that haven't gotten done or all the requests or all the meetings or all the emails that still are unanswered when you first start a job. And sometimes we go back and wish that today was that first day without thinking about what that all means and what it all entails. So going back to this idea of being 11, there's a lot more that comes with being 11, right? Let's think about it. Our 11-year-old self We have so much less control over our lives. We don't have personal agency over our life, right? Maybe you're eating meals prepared by others that maybe you didn't really quite enjoy. Or maybe they were just fantastic and you wish you could have that back, right? Thinking about the boredom versus desire for the things you really want to do. While I can have magical thinking about how it was so wonderful to go to the library and be carefree and check out all these books and walk home. And my biggest struggle was, how was I going to carry all these books home? The other reality was lots of boredom, lots of ways to, I couldn't wait to get back to school. Couldn't wait to get back to swimming, especially in August once we took our break and there was no swimming, no school, just long days to fill. So really getting a perspective of what is it that we're longing for, that we're desiring for. Instead of this all or nothing, it's the summer of 11, which was so magical and so amazing, or this shit show that I'm involved with today, right? This all or nothing thinking of here's what's possible, here's what's not, creates a zero-sum game for you. And instead, what I invite you to do is when you start to notice longing, wistful thinking, maybe even magical thinking of the summer of 11, and maybe that's the metaphor for something else. Maybe it's for before you had children. Maybe it's for that first week at the job, like I was talking about earlier. Maybe it's for when you had the summers off in college and you didn't have to worry about midterms or finals or deadlines. Whatever the metaphor, the summer of love and is for you, the beauty is it can be a window of possibility of what are the elements that you want from that summer of 11 for you to incorporate into your life today. And some of you may say, but Corinne, the summer of 11, summer's over, 
right? I I know there's going to be a lot of resistance. You're like, summer's over. It's the end of August. Summer's over. My kids are back in school. I get that. But here's the thing. Your kids may be back in school. But for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, summer actually ends on September 22nd. So we actually have a bit of over a month from when this podcast drops to when summer actually ends. So you still have over a month. This is an invitation for us to take agency over our lives instead of allowing school districts to determine when our summer is. I know there's some kids that are going back at the beginning of August, August 10th, right? All the way through the end of the month. Very rarely nowadays do we see kids go back after Labor Day, but it doesn't mean that summer's over, right? What are the elements of the summer of loving that you want to incorporate into your life? Maybe they're carefree elements. Maybe it's your kids going back to school and you having a couple of hours in the morning all to yourself. Wouldn't that be beautiful? And you can enjoy that just like those summer of 11 moments. Yes, there's some constraints because it's for a couple of hours, but we're also forgetting the constraints that we had at 11. Our parents asking us to do chores or to help them with this or to go run errands, those boring errands with them, or to do this or to do that, right? There's so many elements that we've forgotten about the summer of 11. So what are those carefree moments? Maybe you don't have a couple of hours during the weekdays, but maybe you can do a Saturday at adventure. Maybe it's by yourself. Maybe it's with your family. Maybe it's with friends. And here's the thing. There's no rush. You get to break any of the rules that you establish, right? Maybe it's that you can't wear pajamas during the day. Maybe you decide on a carefree Saturday, you get to wear pajamas and not leave your house and read books. And that's fine, right? Maybe it's about letting go of the structure you normally have and allowing that element of summer of 11 to come in. Maybe it's about not being responsible, right? So it could look like not making dinner, or having peanut butter and jelly for dinner. I think about camp days and on Sundays when we would go on a canoe trip, we would make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. That was dinner. If we could do that at camp, we could do that at home. I remember when I was first learning how to cook back in, I think, 2012, 2013, And some days when I realized, oh, I forgot to plan about dinner and went, oh no, what are we going to eat? And there was nothing ready to cook. And I thought we will have breakfast for dinner. And we had scrambled eggs, sweet potato hash, and I think bacon for dinner, right? So there can be ways to incorporate carefree elements by letting go of your structure that really is here to support you that I talk a lot about. And it's nice to have that freedom, that break from our structure if we're looking for some of the elements of summer of 11. We can bring that in without burning everything down. Maybe it's having time to read without anyone pulling on you, without anyone like pinging you, right? Now that we all have phones and mobile devices and a thousand different ways for people to get in touch with us, It's so easy to get distracted and not lose ourselves in books, right? 
the beauty is, is that iPhone, the Apple has realized this as well. And so they have this whole notification system, which I'm still trying to figure out, but where you can block out people, right? You can put yourself on do not disturb, except for maybe a couple of people who would be really important for them to reach out to you. So iPhone has built a clever way. We can overcome that time that where everyone, you know, needs us and instead give ourselves that quiet summer of 11, carefree, not responsible. And you can decide ahead of time who are the people that can have access to you because they'll know what an emergency is or why they would need to get a hold of you during this time of carefreeness that you don't want to be contacted, right? They've earned that responsibility to be able to discern, can they figure it out themselves or do they expect you to always have the answer so they don't have to do the thinking? right? You can decide who has that opportunity to reach out to you beyond the do not disturb. So here's my invitation for you. Make a list of some of the summer of 11 elements that you want, and then find ways to incorporate them into your life. Like I said, it could be in the mornings, maybe it's in the evenings during the weekdays, maybe take a Saturday I did that this past year is making Saturdays being that kind of carefree day, getting in the car and going for a drive and stopping and, you know, finding a restaurant along the way, you know, enjoying food, enjoying leisure time. What are the elements of summer of 11? Now, for those of you wanting to return to the summer 11, it isn't a bad thing, right? We need to get out of this judgment. Is it good or bad? It's just not possible to be 11 again. And it can be a great roadmap to help us understand and gain clarity of what we want to do. What does your summer of 11 look like in these remaining days of summer? For those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, you can start dreaming about what you want your upcoming summer of 11 elements to look like as you have until December for your summer to begin. For those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, we still have a month of summer left. Let's invite it in, right? We all get this one precious life and it's so easy to spend it in regret, dread, someday, or wistful thinking of the good old days of the past. However, my friend, this is it. And we don't need to do it from a place of scarcity. Instead, it's about crafting the life we love and enjoy and the one that delights us, as well as having the resilience to also deal with and move through the heartbreaking times as well. So create a summer of 11 elements list of what are the things that you want And sprinkle that in throughout your week, throughout your month, throughout the rest of the summer. And then as you plan for the next summer, what are those wistful thinking, those things that you want to have happen and incorporate it into your life with the understanding that it really wasn't all that blissful when we were 11. (laughs) There are many non-blissful moments, right? But we have this magical thinking looking back but let's create more blissful and delightful moments now. All right, my friend, I'm smelling big for you. Hey there, 
Before we go, I have a question for you. Have you subscribed to the show yet? This is an awesome opportunity for you to preserve your brain juice. I love the fact that I can subscribe to podcasts and television shows and they go straight to my iPhone or they go straight to my DVR and then I don't have to worry of, oh no, especially with television shows. Did I hit record? Is it going to be there? Or now do I have to watch it on demand and go through all the commercials? So go and hit the subscribe button. There's a link in the show notes and that will ensure you that you never miss a show and you can also save your brain juice for other things in your life. There's way more important things, but you and I will still be connected because the show will be waiting for you in your phone. Go to the link in the show notes, subscribe to the show so you can automatically get all the shows to your phone. I'm smiling big for you. Drifting, never been so wide open.